Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. I wonder how long it'll take us to get around to making a movie about this whole thing. Or people will be like, hands off for a while. Nobody wants to deal, you know, hear about it. Be curious to yeah. see. Well, I did notice when um, when this stuff started, and if you, uh, I have a Apple TV, actually a couple of them, and so when you go there, you know, it's got the tabs, got movies and uh, shows, that kind of stuff, and then right. all your apps, you know, Netflix, all kinds of stuff. Well, in the movies, they re uh, or they brought back Contagion. Yeah, and so Outbreak. Was, yeah, so yeah. that was a long time ago. Just in case you're, you know, hunkering down, you want to watch a movie about <laughs> viruses and outbreaks. Here you go. Yeah, and and, ne- and on Netflix, fire. Outbreak was trending. Like the movie Outbreak with Morgan Freeman and um, Dustin Hoffman was trending like number one for like two weeks. Yeah. I was like, I mean, it's a really good movie. I actually really enjoyed it back in the day, but I don't think I really want to watch it right now. <laughs> right, right. So. But that just And so people are probably looking back and, well, Hollywood solved this problem. Why can't we just turn to them? And- <laughs> yeah, right. Well, because they get to yada yada over a lot of places where they don't have to actually show you how things get from point A to point mm-hmm. B sometimes. Uh, all right. Well, that fool, that's a good transition, actually. Sometimes they give us some fool's gold, right? So, you know, Hollywood gave us uh, some solutions that are not always the... Uh, the most viable. So let's talk about uh, you know clinging to ideas that that maybe give you that sense of false hope, and we'll just kind of work through some of this. So clearly that can be the case right now when people are, you know, obviously on emotional edge on a daily basis. We've talked about it before. The certain number that you need to retire. Well, given the given the current situation, Eric, you know, people might feel like, well, I wasn't at that number, and now I'm definitely not going to be at that number because I've lost money in the market or whatever the case is. That's still not something you should subscribe to because the a specific number may not be you know like what you had to have to get there right like a million dollars right. for example right people use it as a scorecard you know once I hit this number then I can retire and part of that is Wall Street's uh, I guess marketing machine sure yeah you know saying hey you need a million dollars to retire you need a million dollars to this million dollars to that. And that's not the case. So, you know, some people will need a million, some will need more than a million, and some people don't need that much. In retirement, you need to focus on the income side of things. How much do I need to maintain my standard living? And then how can I generate what I need for that? You know, I'm going to have some income streams like Social Security, maybe I have a pension, maybe I plan on working part-time, maybe I have some rental income coming in, and then I'm going to take withdrawals from these retirement assets. You know, whether they're a million dollars or not, I'm still going to have to draw off of them. But that's how they get you to focus on just plowing money into it so they can collect their fees and commissions and that kind of stuff and not doing a full-on plan. When you have a plan and know what your income gap is and know how much you have to pull off of those assets and how much those assets need to be in order to pull off a safe amount because you don't want to be taking a huge amount off of that because you you run out of money pretty quickly, then you can know, hey, this is the rate of return I need to make to make my plan work, this amount of money I need, this is how much I have to save between now and then. All those numbers will point out very clearly to you about what you need to do as opposed to just focus on, oh, I need to get to a million dollars. 
Yeah. But some people just want that. They just want, you know, I've had a few people say that. And I get that. I mean, I understand it. But it, again, without a plan, you're, you're not going to really know if it's, you know, the right number or if you're Correct. attached to it. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So some fool's gold that you can certainly find in there. And also the belief that, that the income needs do decrease, I think. And maybe this stay at home thing, Eric, is interesting right now because maybe we're seeing you know, people are, are looking at their budget, especially if they're still working, they're concerned about, you know, do we have enough or whatever. But it kind of, in an interesting way, it kind of makes you kind of look at it and go, okay, well, doing less, does does that make us spend less or not? Right. And so think about it right now. What, what you're doing is you're basically, the expenses you're spending right now is to maintain your basic standard of living, right? Exactly. You're, you're keeping the lights on, you're keeping food in your belly, and you're hopefully paying your insurances <laughs> and those kinds of stuff. Right? Hunting down TP, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or maybe making your own. Um, there you go. Or alternatives. So the thing is, what you're not doing right now is you're not going out to eat, you're not going to entertainment venues, and you're not traveling, okay? So those are the things that, that are going to be not essential, but those are the things you look forward to in retirement, right? Oh, it's kind of traveling the point of retirement, and, and hopefully. Entertaining. Yeah. So if you look at what you're spending right now, that's kind of your base budget. Then you need to account for those things that once we were able to get back to those or you do retire and we're in a much better place where we are right now, how much you're going to be spending on those. And that can really get you a handle on what your income is. But to think that you're only going to spend 80% of what you're spending right now, which is what I call the cocktail napkin approach to retirement planning, it's not good. It's not smart to think that. Now, Certain things will come down. You're not going to be commuting to work as much. Maybe you don't have to buy the work clothes, right? Maybe or at, you know, at least the bottom half. <laughs> exactly. You know, you can, you can wear jeans and T-shirts when you're retired, you know, and yeah. so you're not you're not going out to lunch every day. You're not buying the, uh, the, the grande lattes and that kind of stuff. All that stuff adds up. You're not paying for parking. You're not doing all that kind of stuff. And you're also not contributing to retirement plans. You're not contributing to flex spending plans. You're not paying Medicare and Social Security taxes. So all those things kind of come out of the mix. Really what you need is the income to pay your, your basic expenses, keep the lights on. If you have a mortgage, pay the mortgage, release your property taxes. You got to keep food on the table. Um, you got to pay your insurances so that, you know, the place burns down, you can get a replenishment, fill the gas in the car, those kinds of things, right? So once you have a number on those, so some stuff may come down, but guess what? When you retire, you get more of something than you've had in the past, and that's time. And when you have time on your hands right now, there's not a lot you can do um, because you do it around the house. But now all of a sudden, if you can travel, if you can go out to restaurants, if you can go to movies, if you can go to sporting events, all that kind of stuff, now all of a sudden you have time to do those things. So you might spend a little more. So you have to go through a budgeting process first as opposed to saying, I'm going to spend 80% of what I made before. So a lot of times people will increase their spending in the first couple of years because they got the time to do it. And they're doing all the stuff why they can physically, too. You know, I want to travel while I can handle getting on a plane and, you know, carrying a bag and walking on cobblestone streets and all that kind of stuff. But I know down the road it's going to change. I'm going to ease back some. I'm going to reduce that. And so I'd rather have the money now and spend it now and enjoy it now as opposed to sacrificing my income in the first few years just because I know down the road it's going to change. It's going to come down some. Yeah. You know, we were talking about how things are being you know different right now because we're on this quarantine deal. Uh, I wonder how many people have reevaluated their coffee budget, <laughs> their Starbucks budget, and been like, "Wow, <laughs> yeah, I spent yeah, I can make way too much at, money there." Make this stuff at home, yeah, yeah, interesting. All right, I got a couple more of these. I'm just kind of kind of hop around a little bit, but you know, if you're talking about fool's gold for retirement planning, and that's kind of the gist here, and we're we're trying to tie in as well as what's going on currently in the in the environment, the inheritance standpoint. Now, a lot of change, a lot of rules changed with all that, and. Uh, prior to the corona outbreak situation. But I think sometimes people do kind of assume 
right or wrong, that maybe when a family member is going to pass away at some point and leave them whatever, and that's going to help kind of get them over the shortfall that they didn't plan for themselves. Right, and that is uh, a fool's gold um, mentality because here's the thing about an inheritance. It's not yours until you actually get the check. And your parents may have something that derails them that caused them to spend that money down, you know, like i.e. they go into a right. nursing home, yep. right? So that money could be depleted pretty quickly, right? Now, we hope it doesn't. No one hopes that that happens, but um, that can change. Now, if they have a you know sizable amount of assets, then chances are, probability is you're probably going to get something, but don't count on that. Count it as the icing on the cake. So mm-hmm. if it does happen, deal with it when it does happen. But you don't want to assume that's going to be there. Because um, also assume that your parents are going to leave it to you. <laughs> That's true. They may change their mind. That's right. <laughs> they may change their mind. They may all of a sudden say, hey, you know, I educated you. You're you're doing well and you don't need the money. I'm going to leave it to a charity as instead. Um, so or the grandbaby or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So just you want to be smart about it, but don't count on that to be that missing piece that's going to help your retirement plan. You want your retirement plan to work without that. And if it does happen, great. Deal with it at that time. But don't count on that. Well, you know, and when we're talking about, you know, figuring it out, don't also be one of those people, Eric, that, and again, I think this is a good time period, you know, even though we're going through all this stuff that, you know, some folks are sitting at home, they're like, well, I never got a plan together. The market did what it did. Whatever's happening to me is whatever's happening to me. I'll just figure it out when we get on the other side. And it's like, why? You, you've got this time. Start figuring it out now. Start start seeing where you stand now. Don't just be one of those, well, I'll figure it out when it happens kind of thing. I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Because those are the people that retire and then have to go back to work, unfortunately. Right. You know, those are the people that you see doing you know, job and they're, they're bitter about it. not saying working in retirement is, is negative. No. I have a lot of clients that still work just because they want sure. to. Yeah. They want a couple hours just because they're, you know, they want to still feel connected to people and they want to make a difference and you know, every extra dollar certainly helps, but they don't need the money they're doing because they want to. But if you just kind of wing it, those are the people that, you know, end up working, you know, until the end. And that's not what you want. Um, so, yeah, like you mentioned, you're sitting around right now. You got plenty of time. You know, this isn't the funnest thing to do. It's not like, uh, you know, watching programs on Netflix, which are super interesting. <laughs> you just kind of kind of take maybe an hour. Start small. You know, the longest journey starts with the first step or you eat an elephant one bite at a time. You know, get some momentum going. Start looking at okay. Let's look at the budget that we spent this month because we've been quarantined. And you know, I know our, our you just getting a statement right now. Okay, our accounts are down. Will this still work with the projections that we have or assumed rate of return, something like that? You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now five one five. 226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040. 
WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.